Hey, thanks for being here. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. And our next guest is Dr. Brooke Stewart. And she believes that we each carry a unique and profound purpose that can be unlocked through a holistic approach. In this episode, Dr. Stewart speaks to how you can unlock your power to heal and actualize in this way. So let's get going. Episode number 105 starts now. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International, the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Bolitnikoff, with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, and I am Jeff Blitnikoff. We have a guest calling from the Sunshine State right now in Florida, and her name is Dr. Brooke Stewart. I'm going to give you a little bit of her bio here, and then we're going to bring Dr. Stewart in. She is, uh, and I'm reading her website at drbrookestewart.com. It's D-R, Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E, Stewart. S-T-U-A-R-T dot com. So drbrookstewart dot com. And holistic counseling and functional medicine. Now, she is a holistic doctor in private practice, and she's the founder and creator of Let Go and Grow. And we're going to hear more about that during this podcast. But what I found really interesting about Dr. Stewart's background is, is that she describes how she was a college athlete. She was a golfer. And she found herself more drawn to psychology and self-help and kind of like how things work as opposed to the athletics. And I'm sure she was a great golfer. Obviously, you don't get to the D1 level without being a great golfer, but it's interesting that all of that kind of spurned the journey that she's on. So we're going to bring Dr. Stewart in right now. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. It's so, so exciting to be on. Yeah, it's great to have you. So, I mean, I gave a brief on your bio, but I'd love to have you expand on things. And uh, in, in, in what I didn't get to in your bio also was the aha moments you had and all the other good stuff. So you go ahead and uh, the floor is yours. Absolutely. So, you know, from a really young age, I always had this drive to kind of search. And I always felt like there was kind of like something missing. I had all of these issues in terms of with health and, and also kind of just feeling in general, a little lost, like something was missing. And so growing up, you know, I went to all of these doctors and I went to all of these counselors and I was really a curious kid in terms of searching kind of like for the solution to these health issues and whatnot. And it wasn't until I really got into college and golf where I started to find answers that were outside of the conventional realm. And not that I don't appreciate and uh, really respect and love conventional medicine as well, but I always, I, it never had worked for me. And so when I started to begin to find different solutions, it was through sports psychology. It was through, you know, new classes that I was taking at University of Miami. And it was through this journey that I, I would have never thought was possible through medical anthropology classes where I started to learn about medicine all around the world and kind of learning through the application and through kind of moving through my own health issues. And so at that point, I was really hooked and I was so interested and I couldn't learn enough. And that's kind of what brought me into medical school and through it in my work in private practice now with patients in terms of creating the Let Go and Grow program, because I think the biggest pain point of my life 
was search mode, was knowing that something more existed. But I was caught in this recirculated orbit, unable to find my way out of it. And all I needed was a system of fundamentals that I could draw from to really begin to break through. I just didn't know what that was. And so when I started to you know, learn about the pieces to this puzzle, about how health and growth interact, it was just like the biggest relief of my life because I found a way to actually go within, to apply my power of choice and actually work through these issues through simple intervention like mindset, diet, lifestyle, different things that could move me through that I had no idea existed. And so that's kind of what I've dedicated my work to and my practice to and, you know, everything that we build can we get people to move forward with, with, while also equally simultaneously lessening the fallback point so that they can just move forward, which is kind of, you know, their natural state when things are, you know, working. And, and so that's kind of why I do what I do and, and part of what got me onto this path. What don't people know about the type of medicine that you practice? What do you find the common misconceptions are? And what would you like to clear up for our audience? Absolutely. So I think anything can work for most things, right? It can work for, um, you know, different, unique individuals, but everybody is different. However, I do think that a a solid foundation is extraordinarily important to become a springboard for more. So if your mindset, if your diet, if your lifestyle is out of alignment and there's a mismatch there, right, that's creating a vulnerability, no matter what you do that's specialty or conventional or alternative and holistic, it will be difficult for that to work and to really take hold if the foundation is off. If the foundation is built on a house of cards, it's going to fall. So we have to bring in things that are that create a strength and a resilience to get people to move forward. For example, like in terms of mindset, in the personal growth world, self-help world, everybody talks about the present moment. You know, let's meditate for 20 minutes to get into the present moment. Well, what if you could just understand where the mind goes and also how to activate your power of choice to return to the moment so you can create new choices in the now to move forward, right? So there's certain things that aren't so direct when it comes to mainstream, mainstream lingo. And there's questions out there that, you know, I found didn't make sense. Because in terms of like, like how I think, how I think about business, how I think about my practice, things really need to add up from a very basic level to make sense in order for me to actually absorb it. And so this is how I teach my patients in steps, right? So connecting to yourself differently, seeing yourself differently, returning to the present moment, all of these things, if we can do this in a direct way, which like obviously, you know, we only have so much time in this podcast, but, you know, if we're able to, you know, actually choose choices that yield health in terms of, you know, eating anti-inflammatory, nutrient-dense whole foods, you know, clearing the issues that may disrupt that process, if we're able to get to sleep and enter into a deep sleep at night, which is, you know, almost a third of our lives, right? If we're able to begin to do things, we will create this incredible momentum of health where we can continue to heal and regenerate and move forward. But if certain basics and fundamentals aren't in place, it's going to be very difficult 
to have that forward moment uh, movement that we all crave and desire and also know, I believe, uh, I believe everybody knows that that's possible. It's just a matter of how can we get there? How can we access that path of health? And so that's my sole focus. And a lot of people will think, oh, that sounds so simple because there's different, you know, um, levels of awareness and also different reasons why people can't access that power of choice, right? Whether it's a, a perspective, a thought or a feeling or, you know, um, an experience that's holding them up or maybe it's just knowledge. They're not aware of the certain foods that are creating an immense amount of noise in their system that's making it more difficult to just, you know, choose new choices. So we want to bring in this awareness and apply it and integrate it to take it out of the orbit to make this change that everyone craves their own theirs, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Let's talk about how you navigate the business aspects of your practice, because I see kind of a dual issue going on here. Notice I didn't say problem, but I think maybe issue, issue may not even be the right word, challenge, dual challenge. So first of all, from a business standpoint, there's probably a lot of things that traditional insurance isn't covering. Maybe some there are, and maybe you can educate us about that. And then also too, building that trust in what I call our fast food society. So uh, give me an app for that. Give me a pill for that. Let me get my problem yeah. fixed immediately. And what you're talking about in a lot of ways is kind of a radical kind of build from the ground up, as you said, foundational lifestyle change. So maybe talk to those few aspects of your unique business challenges, A, in you know getting paid, and then B, mm-hmm. in building that kind of trust and rapport with the clients so that they do adopt what they should be adopting. Absolutely. In terms of having an unconventional practice in a conventional world, right? I've been very fortunate that what I do has been very well received for the people right fit for. In terms of insurance models, I actually, I am just exploring now the possibility of accepting insurance in certain cases as a courtesy, but typically my practice is just all cash and I kind of like operate outside of that model completely. And and that allows me to be creative and do what I need to do with my patients and to not be boxed in because it is an unconventional practice. And so that has been really nice. Now, insurance companies, just like the, the whole world, I feel like is opening up to more of these really basic ideas because the evidence is there to support it. And so a lot of insurance companies even have their own health coaches on board now, and they are, you know, um, paying out for a uh, more holistic kind of CAM, which is complementary and alternative modalities, which is the category I fall into as a business, as a practitioner, but they are paying out for it now in a way where they really understand that this can actually lower cost long-term for patients because when I see a patient, right, whether they have a lot of anxiety, a lot of different health issues, often they're getting off of medication. They have to go through the medical system less because these fundamentals are are actually implemented and they're driving towards health. So it ends up saving companies a lot of money. And so there's a big driver there for that now. In terms of mainstream, right, You know, I talk to all of my patients before I bring them on board because I want to make sure it feels like a right fit on both ends. I want to get them into the right hands and into a resource or a practitioner that can truly help them and that can match their belief system. So 
I don't work with people who aren't interested in what we're up to, and I want to make sure that that's the right match, the right fit. So I don't have to convince anyone or anything in my practice, which is really liberating as a business owner, as a practitioner. And it seems that the demand is there because when it comes to medicine, so much does not work, and there's so much frustration a lot of times by having to be on medication on top of medication or from going from one doctor to the next that doesn't quite know you know, that patient, their whole story, everything they've been to and have a model to take it into consideration and to listen and to apply it into a plan that can be personalized for them moving forward. So that has been nice that people kind of see the value right off the bat um, and they can see how it actually can help to lessen expenses as well moving forward, but that's not really something I speak to. I just want to make sure it's a right fit for them and I feel confident that I can help them and that their questions are answered before we even begin work, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about some resources that you might recommend to people. And and these can be resources, of course, that inspire you or that you think might inspire others. Of course, we are going to have all sorts of links for people to explore your practice fully. I mentioned the website at the top of the uh, podcast, but anything else that's available, we will also have on the show notes. But uh, Dr. Stewart, are there any other things that you would like to mention to our audience you think might be helpful to them? Absolutely. Obviously, you know, being a part of the Athena culture, there's everyone's a leader here, right? Like everybody that comes to the table is an incredible leader. And I love being a part of this community. I think there are certain books that have meant a lot to me in terms of opening my mind and creating kind of like a forward movement. And I, it, it, it may sound kind of light, but I love these sorts of books. There's this book called Life is Good by Bert and John Jacobs that I love. And I really admire them as business owners because they have so much courage. And a lot of what Martha Mertz speaks about in Becoming Athena and in the whole program, this Life is Good book really matches this. And I I really love their business philosophy as well, where it can all be a win, 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 and all extraordinarily authentic. I also really love this book called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. She's kind of a personal growth, holistic health classic, and I think she's worth checking out too. So those would be two books that I really love and and would recommend to check out for sure. Well, Dr. Stewart, we're going to give you the floor once again. I'm going to pass the mic over to you and have you address the audience with whatever you'd like to talk about. So... The podcast right now, you are now the owner of the podcast and you may tell people whatever you'd like. Very cool. Okay, so I'll share a practice that I share with every patient on their first visit and it's very simple. It's called the heart-based practice and it's literally where you place both hands over your heart and you feel your heartbeat and I teach every single one of my patients on their first visit that this is their inner resource and this is a place that they can go to return to the present moment where they can reconnect, reset, and remember that who, what, and where they are. And what I mean by that is, is I'll, I'll get into that in just one second. But in terms of placing your hands over your heart, what it does is it releases a flood of neurochemicals. And it also gives you a way to change direction. So if you're in kind of a contracted, divisive, sort of off state, you can take your power back by interrupting that pattern, 
changing your physiology by literally your own touch, using your heartbeat as your inner resource, reminding yourself that you are capable, that you are important, and that you have everything you need inside of yourself to own your power and lead your life. And so in terms of that who, what, where, that I always kind of remind people to use these words to help to realign them. Who you are is really the power behind your thoughts, your feelings, your physiology, and your life experiences. There's so much misinformation that says you are what you eat, you are your thoughts, you are your worst day, you are your choices. But this doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense because you're so much more than this. You are the leader of your life and you have the ability to co-create with your life and listen to it as things arise and choose how you perceive it, how you interact with it, and how you interpret it at every moment in time what you are, important, capable, all of these things build you up and makes it so much easier to turn the stress response, to change challenges into opportunities. And so by building the self up, it makes it much easier to move through. And as business leaders, as Athena, you know, leaders are, this is important. We have to know how capable we are of entering into challenges. And the last thing, where we are, how can we actually make these changes? How can we actually tap into our power? And that's through the present moment. So through the present moment is where we are able to review the past without reliving it, right? We're able to observe, to look at, to learn from, to let go of what's holding us back and bring in, you know, the valuable lessons that our life is, is, is begging to teach us. And then through the present moment as well, we can create in the now. We can set our future free and get on the path to really be what we see for ourselves in our lives. So who, what, where, placing both hands on your heart. I think that that's something that if I could share as a practitioner with people who just want to remind them that they have everything they need within themselves. And sometimes it's just small tweaks that they can get them and can promote connection and bring them on a path towards health. And peace is always in the process, in the progress. And so just beginning and remembering that it's a continual journey can make it that much easier to move forward. Well, Dr. Brooke Stewart, what a great way to close out the podcast. And again, drbrookestewart.com, D-R-B-R-O-O-K-E, Stewart, S-T-U-A-R-T.com. I guess I don't have to keep saying that all the way because we could have a link on the show notes. People are like, well, we'll just go to the show notes. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess I just like to be clear about things. But thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. Very informative, interesting, and I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. I'm so glad that this happened. On the next episode of Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, we feature Michelle Baca. And as an outgoing introvert and recovering overthinker, Michelle works with people who worry, obsess, and overanalyze, get out of their heads, and into their bodies so that they can exude a powerful and magnetic presence. Here's a bit from Michelle. I love working with people who are like how I used to be, like chronic overthinkers, because this process that I take people through helps them get out of their heads and, again, into their bodies. So it's really, my process is less about the psychology of confidence and more about the energetics 
of confidence. We can only grow with your help and what we're asking for is very easy. Just two simple things actually. First, rate and review the podcast. The more ratings and reviews the podcast has, the easier it is to find. And then share the episodes that you like with your network. If you love this podcast and it's resonating with you, then help others find it. Really appreciate your help. Thank you very much in advance and we'll see you next week.